Edition. So Harvey Weinstein goes to prison. Bill Gates leaves Microsoft. Flavor Flav gets kicked out of Public Enemy. What in the actual fuck is going on in 2020? I have to say, I don't know. And I don't know if this guy in Los Angeles has any answers for me, but Jonas Garvin from California is on the phone lines with us. What up? What's going on uh, over there in England? I, I can tell you right now that uh, I don't have any answers for the questions you you asked on the lead in either. But I can I can tell you this: this uh, this coronavirus bullshit's got the bar shut down over here, <laughs> so uh, I'm a bit crabby. Um, they, they've shut down all. Uh, basically, right after we spoke last Sunday, we went out and um, it was already uh, they were like every other bar stool they had wrapped in plastic you weren't allowed to sit next to anyone at the bar right. uh at barney's and okay we get it um and then uh that was it basically it everything is shut down um bars restaurants all this stuff but what's weird is like all these restaurants are still offering takeout service like you, right. you know you, you can go to in and out and you can go to burger king and all that and you can walk up to the counter or use the drive-thru you just can't sit in there and eat Right. So which kind of confuses me. I'm like, so so you're telling me like only bartenders and waiters can carry the disease, not not chefs and kitchen personnel. I, I don't I don't really no. understand the rationale. It's know? to keep it's to keep you guys out of the restaurant. It's not the for the wait staff. It's to keep the, the hordes of football and NASCAR fans at home instead of having them come in to drink. Yeah, well, it's not like you can watch anything anyway. There's no, I mean, like, I caught myself, uh, what was I watching yesterday on, on Major League Baseball Network? Because um, usually I watch some spring training, Cubs games and stuff like that. It was uh, the 1983 Major League Baseball season. Oh, what a season it was. Or whatever. I'm like, I'm laying here watching this shit. Um, yeah, there's, it's, it's bizarre that there's absolutely no sports. I've always said that this was kind of like the shitty time of year in between football and baseball. I know there's basketball and hockey and all that stuff, but like to me, it's always been kind of that down time of year. Where then when spring training starts for the Cubs, I'll get, you know, okay, I can catch some updates, watch a little Cubs spring training. There's some, some hope summer's coming. Now it's just bizarre, dude, because there's absolutely nothing. Like it, we were, you know what we were watching the other day? I flipped it on and my, my chick had never seen it. It was curling night in America. I knew it. I was like, curling. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm like, she's like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, it's curling. Have you never seen this? She goes, I've never seen this, never heard of it. And uh, and we were on it for like a good half an hour. Just, just watching. I'm like, okay, this is what it's come to. Watching some curling. And I'm like, I used to watch that shit in high school, man. And I went to school with this guy. He's a cop now, I think. His name is Craig Felix. Uh, shout out to Craig Felix. And... Um, we used to always talk shit about curling. No, we not like we actually sat down and watched it, watched it. But you know, it was always the joke sport back in the in the late '80s for us. And now shit. it's the only sport. <laughs> but and, then, and I was sitting there watching. I'm like, I wonder if you could gamble on this. You know, I'm like, I wonder if there's it. But you can't because Vegas is now shut down. Right. Um. I mean, I, as far as far as I can see, um, I'm not talking about like you know, um, like a vol like. Like the casino, everything's shut down, right? Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the news. Yeah, so um, that's 
it's just bizarre, man. And, and like I said, I, I'm reading into a lot of the, uh, not a lot, but I'm looking into some of these conspiracy theories. Um, All right. And, what do you, you know, for but, me? Well, Talk I'm just saying me. that, that, that um, you know, this is a plan to just basically destroy the world's economy, go yep. back to the go back to the gold standard. Um, yep. Well, yeah, kind of. But yeah. And, you know, but the, the big question is, is who's behind it? Is it the Illuminati or whatever it is? Yeah. Um, is is it is it where we're going to see tanks rolling down the street and they're going to start putting people in camps that that have acted out on social media or? Uh, uh, yes you know, and no. Um, yes and no. And then, um, you know, because I I read a lot. Some of these some of these people that I'm friends with and I follow on social media, they'll post their their beliefs and their links to their articles and, and stuff like that. And it's funny because some of it's like, okay, I'm reading this. It's like, this is a really good theory and it's, you know, really believable and I like it. But how does this dude that works at the Burger King know so much about uh, deep state governments and stuff like that? You know what I'm saying? Like if, if, if the government's doing this whole secret takeover and, or the Illuminati is doing this whole secret term, how come, you know, Steve, the guy who works at 7-Eleven knows so much about it? It's just yeah, very, WikiLeaks, you know, man, there's information out there. You just got to dig. Yeah, it's out there. There's a lot yeah, of documents no. that are public knowledge. You know, they have um, um, FOIA acts and that uh, Freedom of Information Act that puts that shit out online. I mean, some of it's all dacked out, but a lot of the stuff is there. So if you look, it doesn't mean that, you know, everything we're getting is legit info. Exactly. There's a lot of info out there that um, that lends towards that. So let's let's break some of that down. So you, you yeah, well, like what's going to happen? Is your cash going to be worthless? Yes. So basically, we talked about this already mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago. Yeah. And you know, places aren't wanting to accept any cash. X Y Z. So a cashless society, because the virus can be transmitted via cash. This is the rationale now for this. We can't have you using this because it's now just far too dangerous. So as a result, we can take in all your cash and we'll move to this contactless world because that's where it was headed anyway. But they yeah. gradually ease you into this 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 mindset. So put a chip in your fucking forehead. Well, maybe, but that's 2030. So um, that that humans are supposed to be integrated with AI. I think it's called um, the singularity. So what what we're seeing, or what we have been seeing, and what we're now starting to maybe be experiencing is what's called preemptive programming. And what they do is they, you know, they make a film or a TV show, they get you acclimated to the ideas of certain things, and then bam, you know, here it is. So I, I've got a guy coming on the show Monday. Oh, shit, this guy's, he's he's that guy that's a wealth of knowledge. He's a flat earther, like hugely into his flat earth shit. And I picked him up to do a podcast a couple years ago at my old place and I'm picking him up from the train station. And he's like, I know you want to talk about flat earth and this, that, and the other. He's like, but I got something way better than that. And, um, he was talking about basically organ harvesting and how, you know, certain people have organs that aren't as susceptible to disease and so on. And then how there's like 1.5 million black men missing because there's just a lot of shady shit going on right now. So is there a, is there a giant dick shortage? 
or something? I I I don't know. So is there a, is there a black market for giant dicks? No pun intended. <laughs> um, but guess what I got for you today? Yeah, so you can lay all that shit on me today. I'm, oh, I'm good. For you. <laughs> but so, yeah, this cashless society, I think, is where we're headed. And, you know, there's a lot of talk like you probably have already heard about. And we've been talking about this, or at least I have on other podcasts about, um, you know, a, a one world government. And, you know, this is when the police can't handle society and then they start bringing in, you know, the military and. Eventually, you know, you have like the U.N. military, just like this global military, and they just run everything. So, yeah, and it's uh, you know, what I, as far as the cashless thing go, I went to take some cash out of the bank yesterday um, yep. just because, you know, I um, it's always good to have some cash on hand anyway. You don't want to just have like no cash in the house. You know, I'm not saying I got a billion bucks sitting here, but. Um, you know, I have enough to go get groceries if I need to and pay cash. Um, yesterday I went to the bank and this is the first time this ever happened to me, um, for just a withdrawal from my own account. You know, I don't know how it works over there, but here you just, you put your ATM card in at the teller now, even if you're, even if you're talking to someone, this wasn't at the ATM, this was an actual inside job. Where I went in the bank, like, you know, back. That's that's how it is here. It's always been like that here as far as I know. You enter your card. You yep. put your pin in for the teller, yep. and you tell them what you want to do. I said, yep. I'd like to withdraw this amount. Right. He says, okay. Usually that's just been it. I know my pin. You have all my information on the screen. I have the card. Well, now he wants my fucking driver's license. And mm. I'm like, and he starts writing stuff down, and I'm like, what the fuck is this about? You know, right. I, I just, I thought that was strange. I'm like, so is, is, is this so... The banks can keep track of, of who's taking cash out now. I mean, it's. Well, I don't just, think they would need your ID for that. If you've already gone to your account, they already know it's you. But I think America has a little bit of a control issue on their hands right now. And I feel that because and I've and I noticed this over here just recently because I have PayPal accounts that are linked to my accounts here and back in the States because I still have credit cards and shit like that back there that I, that I pay. And they've, they out of, out of nowhere just blocked my account, you know, and I couldn't withdraw any cash. And they're like, well, we need we need your social security number. This is PayPal, you know, and da 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 because the government. I'm like, I'm not giving you my fucking social security number. You're PayPal. You're yeah. not you're not the bank. You're you're some intermediary yeah. and that's not that's not fucking happening so i you know i opened up a different account with a different company and i shut paypal off because that's bullshit so i think um you're gonna start to see and there's some new laws that are gonna be coming oh you know the laws are coming and oh, yeah. I've, ar- I've already heard about this end-to-end encryption issue over there Lindsey graham is trying to shut that shit down oh that bill they're trying to, to pass yeah. um with um, they brought it up for like child sex trafficking or something. But, if you guys uh, didn't learn shit from the Patriot Act, <laughs> yeah. they always try to pass some shit under the guise when, of something else. When well, not only that, there's when you're worried about something else, um, and nobody's paying attention. And I saw it. I actually caught it on RT News, and I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. I figured we'd talk about that a little bit. But it's it is true. They always try to 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 more and more, and it's. To me, um, let me put my tinfoil hat on again, but like it's kind of like 
Why did you take something... that shit off? Exactly. Well, you know, I got to let my hair fucking get the conditioner oh. and going. Um, but, you know, it's like, okay, maybe it kind of all started with 9-11. Um, you know, that that's the way, way they can get a hold of uh, some more personal information. And then, okay, here we are 19 years later, and, and it all might be part of a master plan. You know what I'm saying? Like, now, whether that be our own government, whether that be the I keep using the phrase Illuminati because that's 20. the only. It's 20 years, isn't it? This is. It 20... was 2001, 9/11. No, fuck yeah. off. Was it? I thought it was 2000. Anyway. 2001. Um, you know, never forget. Apparently, you forgot. Yeah. Um. So. Um. Yeah. No, it's just it's it's just really really bizarre what is happening right now, and hmm. you know you you we've never seen anything like this, and it's like it's it's a perfect perfect storm to, t- to turn um to just crush a world economy and crush a societies because when you take away people's ability to eat which is where it's going you know because um you're gonna run out of money no that's be- not happening. because people can't go buy groceries i'm not saying now but um you know you you take away just you know just okay Perfect example, like right now I'm in a situation where like, okay, I, I can, I've got that uh, three months income that they say to have as a cushion for shit gets weird, but okay, so say this last then and I got to start all over again. To me, it's just a way of keeping people down um, so that they can oppress uh, and do what they want to do to you because, you know, the hungrier you are and the, the more you're willing to work for lower wages and shit like that, it's just, you know, they break you down and then build you back up. That type of deal. Um, so that's just, you know, it's, it's just, to me, this whole thing is just fucking bizarre. You know? Like, I, I, mean, I don't think it's bizarre at all. I think it's actually, we've been talking about how it's going to happen or when it's going to happen and what's going to happen. We just didn't necessarily know the how. And, you know, there's a lot of evidence that this was coming down the pipeline. You know, it's just people just didn't want to pay attention. <laughs> so well there's that the, too the thing but of it is it's very strange to walk down hollywood boulevard i take a dog out this morning and uh i walk down hollywood boulevard and you see nothing but we're closed we're closed we're closed yeah. we're closed we're closed so the thing of it is is when you can control people without pulling a weapon on them just because you scared it, the exactly shit out of them. yeah they know that they you know, this might just be a dress rehearsal, as, as some people have put it. And, you know, but we already know that 2030 is this number that I keep, you know, seeing and is being thrown out there. But um, you have things like Event 201, right, which happened recently with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, uh, who, by the way, is funding the tracking of people with the virus, mind you. And Bill Gates has been talking about population control and vaccinating the entire world for ever now and yeah was like was oh no nah, he never said that he never said bullshit some speech he made in 2015 about about we need to be ready for an epidemic and and then some people are posting that he's the one that funded the disease in the first place right uh, i don't know about you know? the disease but i know that they had this event called 201 event 201 and it runs a simulation of the virus you know the media and so on, you know, and they're discussing how the information is going to be handled and distributed and sort of like how Google runs 
their election search results, you know, all Hillary results and no Bernie, et cetera. So they're doing all these tests and, and running these simulations. And then like, bam, like a month later or whatever, however long ago it was, here it is. So they definitely have, they operate out in the open now because it's, and they have done for a minute because there's nothing that we can do about it. <laughs> so we just have to bend yeah, over dude. and take it. It sucks not being a, like a billionaire. And you know what's funny is all these billionaires that were just in the race two weeks ago that bowed out and everything, like, you really don't hear much from them right now. Like, I'm like, where, why aren't you hearing more from all these billionaires? Because, they, you know, do they know something we don't? I'm sure they do. That's why they're billionaires. But, um, you know, are they are they all hunkered down at the secret mansion in the Colorado mountains? You know, it's like um, the possibilities are endless. Um but yeah, I, I thought that was kind of strange too. I don't. Uh, what do you want to hear from from them for? What does Kamala well, what Harris saying, or Buttigieg no, have to do with? No, shit? I'm not talking about those candidates. I'm talking about your Bloomberg's and um, what was the other guy's name? Tom Steyer. Like, why aren't they coming out? Um, they had all these plans to save the planet, and they were willing to put millions and millions and millions of dollars in commercials. Why aren't they coming out and saying, hey? Uh, I, I want to help. I want to fucking find a cure. I want to find a vaccine, you know, or well, that's, not, that's not their lane. They aren't in a polit- political run anymore. So it's not advantageous for them to be putting money into some shit like this. Well, that's um, it's called being a decent person. I mean, I, if I had the uh, I had hold on, hold on, hold dollars. on, hold on. They were running for a fucking office president. Yeah, decent so, people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. But can you, you can't be a fucking good person and do anything in this country. Otherwise, they will shoot you. Um, you know, history proves it. If you're actually a decent, legit person, <laughs> they're, they're going to shoot you. JFK, MLK, Lincoln, you know. They tried to get Larry Flint, but fucking, uh, <laughs> you know, they couldn't get him. But, um, hey, before we get back in, into I want to touch back on um, – because we touched on, like, you know, identity theft a little bit and, and credit cards and all this shit. Um, so now, um, you know, you can't you can't go into a restaurant and eat. You can pick up takeout, like we talked about earlier, right? right. So guess what, ha- guess what happened to us last night? This all, like, you got the whole shebang here. We got identity theft. We got fucking fucked up apocalyptic food. Um, so... There's a, a restaurant that we love here in town. It's on Sunset called Vivoli. Uh, I want to give them a shout out because it's probably the best Italian food I've had in Los Angeles. The place is phenomenal. Um, anyway, we call it because it's it's a mom and pop store. So they're only going to be open so much longer before they got to completely just shut it down, you know. Right. And so we're like, let's order dinner from them. A uh, couple of reasons. Like I said, they're, they're a mom and pop shop. For two, um, let's enjoy restaurant food while it's still available because – who knows how long this thing's going to go and we're living on fucking protein bars, you know, through the winter. Um, so anyway, we order some food. I called to get a delivery and he's like, we don't do that. We only use Postmates. I'm like, okay, she has a Postmate account, right? So she orders on post. And that's, I fucking hate all this fucking technology, these apps, all this bullshit. Like I missed the time. You're deviating. You're deviating. Well, I'm getting to the point. <laughs> I missed the times when you called a fucking pizza place and ordered your fucking pizza, not, Oh, you got to go through this fucking intermediary. So we order, but she doesn't want sauce. She wants her sauce on the side. So I call down there, tell them sauce. He goes, well, the order hasn't come in yet. I'm like, well, that's weird because it says it's come in, blah, 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 blah. So the guy comes up to deliver it, 
Um, he gets out, gets comes in the building. She meets him in the hallway, brings it in. Um, and I'm all looking forward to my veal parmesan and my pasta and everything. And guess what's in the bag? Well, it's a bagel with cream cheese and a Reuben sandwich. Well, I'm okay. you the wrong order then. Not only that, you there's no way you can get in touch with. We tried to contact, and okay, so somebody somebody's got our food, we got their food, and the credit card was charged like thirty more dollars than it said it was going to be. Oops. So, yeah, and then we couldn't get a hold of Postmates. There was no. Um, it, it was like what? So somebody else got the got the the pasta. You'd think there would have been a phone call or a hey man, we dropped you off the wrong food. No, there was nothing. And I tweeted at Postmates, and she tried to contact them to no avail. But I will say this, a saving grace. Uh, we called Beverly, told them what happened. They said, go ahead and contest the charge on your credit card. Cancel it. Come on down here and pick up some food. Don't worry about it. So they made us uh, a whole order of uh, veal parm and chicken piccata and everything, and they just we went and picked it up. And I gave them a huge tip because those guys are really nice. But I thought that was really cool in that regard. But, yeah, so uh, – what the fuck does this have to do with what we're talking about? <laughs> because I was forced to order fucking Postmates food because the restaurants are closed because of the stupid fucking virus. So <laughs> that's what I'm fucking talking about. I bet so, Postmates yeah. is fucking behind it all. They probably fucking hacked my goddamn credit card too. That's they're the ones doing all this. They fucking it's Postmate virus. That's what it fucking is. Uh, cocksuckers. Dear. So, um. Yeah, I was reading that they've they've shut the liquor stores in Philadelphia. I don't know if you've you've had like I a, did not hear that, dude. Yeah, Philadelphia no longer has liquor stores uh, open. I don't know if that starts on the weekend or if it's already been active. I think that's a problem when you well, start people of, yeah. doing prohibition. No one realizes that this is like the twenties. Oppression's coming. There's no work. There's no fucking alcohol. Um, it's wild, man. It's wild. Well, and if you if you're in Philadelphia, and if it does get to that, you just better make sure you're friends with a with an ex-con that knows how to make Pruno, so you can still get drunk. Because <laughs> the people you're gonna want to lean on during this shit are people that have been to prison, because they can turn anything into anything. Do you know any? Do you have any friends that are convicted felons? Unfortunately, uh, I don't. Sorry. Okay. Well, I'm thinking that we might need a, a new segment on the show during this apocalypse. Now is uh. You know, like uh, prison cooking or something like that, because these cats, uh, I know quite a few that have done some serious time, and they tell me stuff about, like, making whiskey from candy corn. Mm. And I'm like, okay, you had me at candy corn whiskey. And um, and just making, like, grilled cheese sandwiches out of, like, you know, shoes. Like, it's just crazy shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. But, um, yeah, so... If you now you start doing prohibition, so now we're gonna create a, a black market because people want their booze, and I don't see how, you know, what are you doing closing liquor stores? What good does that do? But keeping well, the grocery they, stores open. They, well, you don't need alcohol. I mean, unless you're, you know. Excuse me. You got uh, an addiction. I, I mean, most people don't. So you, you, ha you absolutely have to have food, don't you? So I would imagine you could still buy food. In uh in the supermarket, but you just can't get to it. You know. But what I'm saying is like, what's what's the point of shutting down um, both places? You have to walk in and purchase a good and go to a register. Yeah. So you know, like, I mean, maybe in Philadelphia they don't sell 
liquor at the grocery store. I mean, we're fortunate here in Los Angeles where you can go to Rouse and get anything you fucking need. Um, but a lot of places you can't. You know, like in North Carolina, the hard liquor is controlled by the state. They're called ABC stores. You can only get beer and wine at the grocery stores. Right. And so, you know, if it, it starts getting weird to these things where, you know, that it's a non-essential business, I'm like, dude, do you realize the fucking insanity? I mean, people, a lot of people I'm seeing that are doing this home quarantine thing, um, some people are actually kind of really enjoying it. You know, they're, they're hanging out with their families. They're you get loaded in the morning. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, hey, what the, some people just have that, fuck it, I'm just going to sit here and party, you know? And, uh, but yeah, I just, I, I, you know, you start taking away people's booze and making it easier to fucking score fucking crystal meth. Cause you can sit in your house and you can make fucking prison wine and crystal meth in the bathtub and then shit's <laughs> going to get real weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause if you got enough meth, you don't need food. So I, I'm, I was reading some stats yesterday or earlier today and cause I'm, cause I've been avoiding this on the media side of the game until literally last weekend so i haven't even really been into this until not even a week ago and um i'm hearing all this shit from people you know you know they're it's just the cold it's this it's that it's no big deal it's a hoax black people can't get it and then interest elba gets it and you know so on and so forth so sixty thousand americans alone died in the 2018-2019 flu season. And the CDC says the flu typically kills something like, you know, 15 to 50,000 people. I mean, that's a wide gap of numbers, but um in in the US alone in a year. So my concern is and I don't understand why nobody is looking at these numbers, but and I understand that this this virus is, you know, aggressive and it's, you know, and I understand people are dying. So I'm not trying to make light of the situation, but way more people died of the flu at this time every year prior. And not once was any of this shit on the news or anything. So well, I, I don't understand I, why this is being so heavily covered. That's kind of my thing, too, is is I'm kind of like. The fact that only, um, like me personally, I don't know anybody with it. Our, our friend's daughter was tested for it. Um, she had all of, she had bad symptoms and so they tested her for it. Turns out she has bronchitis. Okay. Um, so that's, that's kind of the, I think that that's the one thing that kind of keeps the conspiracy thing going is the fact that. Nobody and all these posts I see on social media, nobody actually knows anybody with it. No, I, I said I did the last time. Uh, I know somebody who does. But you have to remember that you're in a country, even in a state with tens of millions of people. And even true. the whole country only has a few thousand cases. That's, so you're that's not what I'm saying. Know, I, think the, I think the reason the big panic and the shutdowns and and. The stay-at-home deal is, in my opinion, is because there's no fix for it yet. You know what I'm saying? There's no vaccine. There's no uh, cure. And even, like, it's kind of funny because, you know, she came back from Florida. Then she got bronchitis. Uh, she she wasn't tested for corona because it wasn't really a thing then. Um, I mean, we were just starting to hear about it. And then last week, 
Um, like I woke up in the middle of the night just sweating and I just, I took it to, cause I didn't drink that night. You know, I was like, maybe it's because it's DTs or something. And, uh, and so, so I chalked it up too. And then like Friday I woke up, I had a little bit of a sore throat and you know, and then it just went away and I feel great and I feel fine. And, and so, um, the whole fact that they're like, well, you know, maybe you carry it, you don't know, or, um, you're going to have symptoms and, and you might just get better. And yeah, I just, I just don't think enough is known about it, but you know, then I turn on the news and I was like, Oh, okay. Italy is like people dying left and right over there. And they've even gone to like, what do they say now? We're uh, anybody over 80 vomer. Did you see that on the news? I don't, I don't watch your news usually, but well, I watch um, a couple of different sources over here. I like the, uh, the free speech TV. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Do you have that network over there? Not bad, so. You can get it online. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, then, it's, it is going to affect older people more. And as they said, people with underlying health conditions. So your friend with the bronchitis is obviously at risk. So it's to your benefit or to her benefit for people like yourself to stay the fuck away from her so you don't yeah. get her sick. People that might have cancer, et cetera, they don't need to be around that people that have it. And exactly. this is why people need to self-isolate if they can. And that that leads me to a conversation that I heard someone having, which uh, maybe it was David Icke. It was David Icke. And it was kind of interesting what he said because the, the, the whole – you know, the, the narrative that is being taken by many is that, it, like we said earlier, it's about money, uh, a global government, a global currency, etc. And if the people that are at risk the most are going to be, you know, older and the uh, why aren't we quarantining them specifically then? It's because if the way it's structured now I'm you sound like you had it. OK, I'm, I'm maybe because I hear a lot of people like even Idris Elba. He's like, I'm a he's asymptomatic. I don't know how he got tested because they weren't really testing people because I wanted to be tested because if I got it cool, then I know that I'm, you know, I'm going through it, this first wave of it. And they're saying, you know, this is just the first wave and we're fucked in a minute. So um, but if I've got it, then shouldn't. And, and I'm not going to be as likely to fall ill and die from it. And certain people are, aren't they should be treated like the peanut allergy people, you know, and make them stay at home. So the rest of us can still go to work and make money. But the problem with that is, you know, the, the economic structure has to fall in order for it to be rebuilt. And, you know, yeah. like I say, we discussed this no cash shit on a different episode. But if they do what they're doing now, the, the, the markets are fucked, you know, and the, the, we won't even really feel the hit on this recession. Even if everything went all clear next week, it's going to be about a month or two before, you know, all that delayed and of lack of production really hits and it really affects us. But I think they well, should be making people that are more susceptible. Those are the people that we should be leaving in. But obviously, there's a bigger play at hand here. Yeah, no, I think it's just as of right now, they're just trying to say, hey, everybody stay home till we get a handle on this thing, which is pretty much what I've seen everybody doing. But then again, um, I haven't seen a single construction site that's been shut down. If you walk by a, a job site, it's business as usual. 
Um, you know, the ports are all still open. I mean, I'm sure that's a, that's a necessary thing. Um, so it's, it's, you know, to me, the whole, like I said, I just keep saying the whole fucking thing is just bizarre. And, uh, um, you know what, damn it. I was just reminded, um, today's the 19th. I was supposed to be leaving for fucking Hawaii today too. Um, you know, that fucking now we're up there closing the bars. I can't go to fucking Maui. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, that's a good idea just to just like put all the old people in, but then there's another one. I don't know if I told you, um, last week I was talking to my aunt. She heard a theory that it was designed to get rid of the old people because they have so many old people in China sucking up on the system. Um, I don't know if I believe that, but I don't. At this point, I don't put anything past anybody, you know. Um, but, yeah, what are you going to do, you know, just tell all the old people to stay in. And, um, you know, so then you're still they're still going to be exposed because they need to get food. Uh, we can look after them. That's what I'm saying. We should have put in a some sort of pl- contingency plan for them. I mean, they're, I mean the, the number of seniors that are out there compared to the number of us that are aren't, you know, people that are under 60 is, you know, we, we far outnumber them. It would be far easier to, and we know where they are, most of them, because they're all on, you know, they're getting money from the government because <laughs> they're not working. Yeah, so we know where they are. We know where they are, so we can go right to their house and drop their foods and make sure they don't need meds. And then, you know, the hospitals aren't fucked. And, you know, it's it's it seems like too obvious of a fix, because if I get it and I don't have any real health issues, I'm not going to die from it. People get the flu every year. Yeah. You you know, if I've got 30,000 people in the U.S. alone dying of the flu on average, you know, that's that's ridiculous. We've only seen 8,000 deaths from this during this season. But the thing of it is, is they claim it's, you know, it's worse. But China says they have it and under control. So, yeah, that's the reports I'm hearing, too, is that, is that China is saying, uh, but, but there again, too, who the fuck do you know what to believe? You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Because I, I read you, for that's the crazy thing about the times we live in right now, not just with the coronavirus, but with anything, dude. You can give me an article. That shows me that um, the grass in front of my building is green uh, that you found on the Internet. And and this guy's quoting this, this source, blah, blah, blah. And if you don't like it, you just go keep searching until you find an article that said the the grass is red. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just there's so much bullshit out there now because everybody just wants to to hear what they want to hear. you know, and it, it, so it's just it's like, what do you believe? Like, oh, OK, China's turning things around. I, are they are they are they giving us a false sense of security? So everybody runs outside and, you know, eats a bat. I don't fucking know. Um, and then speaking of China, I don't know if you heard over here, our our uh, president, he's wanting to refer to it as the Chinese disease now. Yeah, um, he's he, giving a speech right now, actually. And um, uh, he gives one every morning. And uh, but. You know, it's, I mean, I don't, you know, he got in an argument with the, with the reporter and like, why are you calling it the Chinese disease? Because it came from China and he's not backing down. She's not backing down, which, okay, fine. He wants to call it the, the Chinese disease. But my problem with that is um, his fan base is a bunch of redneck, 
racist fuckers anyway. So you might not want to go that route and rile people up because as we talked about a couple weeks ago, um, you know, Asian people, like I've, I've seen some posts from some of my Asian friends, they're getting like, you know, that, that evil look like, you know, you diseased fuck type of deal just on the street, get discriminated against. Um, and you know, him calling it the fucking Chinese disease doesn't help the situation. No, it stigmatizes it, and he's an idiot. So, I mean, it, it is what it is. I'm almost certain he has it. Um, he's not wanting to talk about it, but I definitely think he has it. The issue with but him... But he's, he's going to save us all with his Trump checks. He's going to save us shit. So, he, you know, screwed up big time by downplaying it and not acting as if it was even there and saying it was under control when it wasn't and it was actually spreading and you know he, he just lied like on multiple levels and he can't do that anymore you know so now he gave that speech what a couple days ago or maybe it was the end of last week and i think it was earlier this week then the markets were like yep fuck him and down they went because they didn't trust what he was saying well so, and that's what's funny too is he's supposed to be mr businessman and, you know, and this is all these markets are going down on his watch. And, you know, what's funny, dude, is is his his fan base. It doesn't matter what that dude does. He could he could come out here and tell you, um, you know, hey, I'm Donald Trump. I'm the president. I, I personally funded uh this coronavirus so I could kill off a bunch of Chinese people and old Americans. And um, I'm going to take, close down the banks and take all your money and foreclose on your house and turn them into Trump properties. And his fan base would still be like, well, he's doing the right thing. He's making America great again. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's unreal, dude. The fucking, mm-hmm. the, the blinders people have on. Um, and that's just not on, on, on the Trumpers too, that's on the extremely wackos um, on the far other end of the spectrum too. You can't you can't discuss anything with them. Uh, but Trumpers, I believe, are even worse, dude, because like they just they can't. Um, you know the, the whole argument with the uh, with the big they're calling them Trump checks. I don't know if you heard about that over here. It's a, is this the thousand dollar bailout that I didn't even get from the Bush fucking bailout? Yeah, so. And then they're going to bail out the airline industry. We could, we're going to save that topic for the next show because I could do three hours on that shit. But um, the, uh, the, the you're seeing the um, on social media, like if if he's not your president, don't take his fucking money. I'm like, okay, for one, it's not um, his money. It's not, exactly. It's not coming out <laughs> the the checks in the upper left hand corner. It's not going to say Donald J. Trump. Okay, um, exactly right. And then it's like. What, what the fuck are you supposed to do with $1,000 when, when it looks like people aren't going to be working for fucking four to six to eight weeks? I think – I don't know what you guys have, if anything, from the government, but over here they have – and I'll say this about the English people, and I don't know what's really going on. No one does except you know the people that are doing the shit. But they're a bit more savvy about their shit, and they're a bit more practical. So – they're setting up programs to do mortgage, um, basically a mortgage holiday for people that own their own homes. So it's essentially you're not going to have to pay your mortgage for three months, right? Mm-hmm. Or people that, like like myself or even yourself, that rent, 
you can't get evicted for not paying your rent. So they're going to do something like that. You know, they have benefit packages for people that are already on benefits that are going to, you know, up their money. And there's, there's things that they're doing over here versus just trying to stimulate the economy falsely by dumping, you know, a tiny bit of money into it. And funnily enough, I was thinking about this the other day is that if you're taking $5 billion and giving it to United airlines, what the fuck? Give the five billion dollars to the people that are out here trying to eat. Who gives a shit if if they don't have money? It's their shareholders. It's business. That's well, why. Exactly. And and you know what, dude? It's 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 crazy because, um, you know, uh, Bernie Sanders was you know his big thing was he wants to take you know your tax money and let's use it to do things for the taxpayers. And everybody's crying like he's, uh, you know, pinko commie, socialist fuck. And then all of a sudden Trump does it. And now, you know, he's the second coming of Christ because he's going to save you with a thousand dollars. Whenever they give money to a fucking corporation, it, it tells you exactly where their hearts are. It's not with us. And if there's one fucking industry that I would not only like to see not bailed out, but I'd like to see them find and fucking chopped up is the fucking airline industry these motherfuckers uh same thing after 9-11 nobody wanted to fly so they get a bunch of money from the government but when um when things are good they can't be bothered to be regulated you know they got all their cronies in in congress that that you know oh sure you can you can charge for bags you can shrink up the seats you can fucking charge 27 dollars for a can of pringles there's no regulating them then so fuck them you know i i uh Bailing out the air, fuck the airlines, dude. I mean, well, the I only gotta, time that's going to change is when you guys do something about your bi-party or uh, dual-party fucking election system. And, oh yeah. And until you guys do something about it, there's really nothing that you guys can technically complain about because you know what the problem is, and nobody's doing anything to resolve the problem. Well, here's nothing. the thing: I know what the problem is, but then you'll you'll hear people. My my big thing is let's try some alternate party candidates in office you know so like you, you vote differently and then you get the morons well if you vote for third party that's just a wasted vote well who's saying that the only people saying that are democrats and republicans i don't i don't hear you know normal people because basically it's one and the same it's a democrat and a republican and people say they want change no oh, we want change i'm sick of the same old shit and then they fucking vote the same old fucking way every fucking time it makes no sense to me um you know, and, and, and everybody's talking about uh, that's how Donald Trump got elected because people wanted change and they didn't want the same old status quo politician. I'm like, that's then you don't elect a Republican businessman and he's just doing the same shit that the rest of them are doing. That's the problem. Like you just said, everybody knows the problem, but nobody has the balls to vote differently. Or, you know, it's just it's amazing to me that people will complain and then, you know, they, they're just – if you if you took the uh, d uh, political party off the ballot as well, like so people didn't know what party affiliation people were, so maybe people had to do a little bit of research on their candidates. Because I know people that just blindly walk into the fucking polls and wherever it says Democrat, that's where they're punching it, you know. Right. And the same for the Republicans, and they have that mentality of a third party candidate can't win. Well, now now that you've expressed that to me, then you are very much part of the problem. You yeah. know, it, it's 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 unreal. People will complain and then go like, um, 
what's what can I compare it to? Like, okay, if you know, let's say you're six foot three, right? And the doorway is only fucking six foot tall, and you keep fucking walking into it, uh, and bumping your head and cracking your skull every single time, rather than just say, hey, let's take a minute and you know raise the doorway, because it's, it's the exact same thing, you know? Yeah, it's um. It's it's rough because it's I don't sad. know why, why he's doing anything about it, but it's you know you're just gonna have to keep taking it until you do something about it. But the um, the situation doesn't improve until the situation is changed, basically. And as long as you know the Democrats and Republicans are running shit and they can stay in Congress for you know indefinitely, then nothing's really gonna change. The president doesn't really. He doesn't know, I mean, he knows stuff, but he doesn't have any control over any of the shit. He's just the guy that comes to the podium and, and gives you the information. Yeah. <laughs> you know. There's, these all these politicians, they, uh, they answer to their corporate interests. And um, that's just what it is, dude. And until you take the, the, the money out of politics... It's and uh, it's just gonna stay like this. And now, you know, it's 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 a shame, dude. And it's like, you know, there's got to be a better way because I know everybody's pissed off. And and then you know, or maybe this is this is everybody's pissed off and rumbling. They want change. So so instead of giving them change, let's give them coronavirus, and then they'll all shut up and be glad they got a loaf of bread. You know, so well, that's exactly what's happening. I mean, it, it, it it's not going to change because America has always been a corporation and it's run like a corporation. And much like any company, just because you're the CEO doesn't mean that they can't get you to fuck out of there. So the president is basically the CEO of the corporation of the United States. And th- these 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 this family of 13, I think, as they call it, these. You know, the the Bill Gates, the Rockefellers and Rothschilds of the world, they're the shareholders of this business. They're the ones that really have control over what happens and the invisible hand, if you will. So and you, there's nothing you can do about it. So they're going to they have so much money, power and influence that if you even begin to get close to doing anything positive, they're going to shut it down. Disappear. <laughs> you know, or that or that whatever what happened to operate uh what was it called occupy wall street that had some momentum and then out of and nowhere it was just gone just went away it was just like the, the let's storm area 51 gone you know yeah, well so. that was that was just a some bullshit but you know the occupy wall street people were actually out there doing some shit they were actually organized, and they were out there, you know, they, it started to get a little foul, and then the media just stopped covering it, and then they all went home. Yeah, kind of, I mean, you know, it's, it, that's the thing, because once the media stops talking about it, what's, nobody's listening, basically, you know what I'm saying? And they control the media. So, hey, just stop covering it, and it'll go away. So because, what what... What's going to happen with with what you're doing then? Because I know, you, like you said, comedy's dead and stuff. There's a guy out here that I saw this morning that was doing a live stand-up show from his house. I'm just streaming them online, just doing them live shows. That's a yeah, idea. we talked about it last week, and I've thought about doing the same, you know, live from my kitchen. Um, it, yeah, 
it's 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 a lot of comedians doing stuff online now um you know it's uh it's just it's it's really weird it's funny because maybe this is what i've been preparing for my whole career because i don't work out material the way other comedians do i don't i do work out at the clubs uh for crowds and stuff like that uh but basically i work out in front of my mirror to get the face to get the faces down to get the the movement down to get the jokes to hit just where i want them to um and the way i work is is it starts here i write it i practice it in front of the mirror then i'll take it to like a little uh workout room somewhere and then if it builds momentum the material does then it gets put in the show and, and then we take it and whatever but yeah maybe that's what i've been preparing for i'll just start filming live from my bathroom and uh putting up little snippets for people to watch um but yeah dude it's 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 really weird um because in the history of stand-up comedy it's never it's basically been live stand-up comedy right now is dead like it's you can't go anywhere to see it um it's just it's really insane um they're still doing some movies and tv shows very little right now but uh comedy man it's crazy like like I couldn't, I couldn't go perform anywhere right now if I wanted to, you know, mm. if, if I, if I, if I paid someone to go perform, um, but then, you know, part of me is like, you know, what's kind of funny is there are a few places that are still open, the hospital, the gas station and the grocery store. Why not right. live from aisle five at Ralph's, you know, just start rolling mm. film in the produce section, telling jokes and, uh, or at the, at the hospital. They could use a lap right about now and go set up a little little microphone at Cedar Sinai and uh, just tell jokes in the corner of the cafeteria. Uh, that's yeah. that's where it's going. Yeah, do um, it. Um, do something. I just got to stay active and you know come up with some sort of new new way to like get your keep your, keep yourself active and get your work out there. Cause... Well, I will be posting some more videos once the new website launches and right after we are done today. I have another meeting about that. So we should be going live on jonasgarvin.com very, very soon. A whole retooled website, um, new features, all that stuff. So I'll be posting on that a lot more. I'm going to be using it as a, a little more of a social media type thing uh, rather than just in the past, my website's been like, okay, here's a couple videos. Here's, uh, here's an event I have coming up. Here's my show dates. This I'm going to try to post a little bit more frequently and have people subscribe, follow. And so like, say I post a stupid meme or a one-liner joke, like I do on Instagram, uh, they'll be able to get it, get it right away from the website too. So we got that coming up. So taking time of this, uh, this, uh, what do you call this lockdown, which, um, another thing I've been preparing for my entire life because I love sitting around doing nothing and watching TV. So this has been truly fucking rad. But so it's like, well, like, okay, you want me just to hang out, and watch TV? Like, I can, you know, yeah, I was thinking like, that. Oh, yesterday. Enough, I can only watch so much TV. I'm like, what's your problem? Man? I can watch TV 20 million hours a day. Yeah, I'm, I'm built for being at home. I'm pretty much at home all the time. Anyway, I work from home. I do my web design and YouTube, you know, intro design shit from home, voiceover recordings from home. And, you know, I only go out for auditions and filming or the gym. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy what's happening right now. We'll see what happens. You know, they've got these, uh, Corona relief bills, um, coming your way right now from the Senate. And, um, 
which used to be known as a Bloody Mary. Ah! Oh, I man, I can't even reach. Relief. I can't even uh, reach the button. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if you saw that. Like, I, I'm like, I just, I really thought all the bad Corona with Limes jokes were, uh, were broken. Or, I mean, excuse me, we're done. I'm like, okay, we're past that. Thank God. Everybody in their awful fucking Corona with Lyme's disease jokes. So yesterday I had to go to physical therapy for my shoulder. And, um, and they're, you know, they're all wearing masks and everything there now at the uh, therapist's office and um so i walked in yesterday and they all had masks on all the people at the front desk all the therapists and and i'm like uh i said hey how's the corona gang today you know jokingly and i'm and and what what is what does the reception guy say to me yeah with a sign of lyme's disease and i'm like oh fuck dude come on man like Mm. you're like three weeks late on the lyme disease jokes i thought we were so past that um can you still not. get food in your supermarket? Um, we went grocery shop. She went grocery shopping on Sunday. Um, I walk by Ralph's pretty much every day, our usual store, and I see that it's always packed. It didn't look as packed yesterday when I walked by, but we, you know, we'll go shopping for the week, and um, yeah, you just have to kind of go to a couple different spots, you know? Oh, we don't have anything in our stores. Like, there's literally really? a single loaf of bread in the store. There's, like, no eggs. There's, you know, obviously no toilet paper. Like, they, you you get there early, and they they put out, you know, like, eight bags of pasta, and they're at the point now where you can only buy two of certain items and shit like that. Which is good. But, yeah, it makes sense, you know. But you definitely cannot just go and buy stuff you know so i would wow check out your store and see check the temperature out there man you might need to be buying like flour and um you know non-perishables because i think it's gonna be it's it's hitting you guys later and i don't think it's gonna hit you as hard with the food because you guys produce so much shit there yeah we have um so much yeah you produce quite a bit but we don't have as many like vegetables and shit like that over here. It seems like there's, I struggle to find things I usually get in this, the shelves. A lot of them are literally just, you need the, the taco, the emergency taco kit that they're selling. Um, there's a taco stand in downtown LA. Uh, God damn it. Called like Guerrero's tacos or whatever. Cause I can, I can send you the link. They're offering a, uh, a coronavirus lockdown taco kit. You get five pounds of carne asada. I think you get five pounds of uh, chicken. You get salsa, rice, beans, tortillas, four rolls of toilet paper, and 30 eggs for 150 bucks. <laughs> it's so rad. I'm like, I even, I hit the neighbors up yesterday. I'm like, we should get this. You know, it's, like, it's enough food to feed like 30 people. I'm like, yeah, but it comes with toilet paper and eggs. That's what makes it cool. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to yeah. have to hit Costco, I think, tomorrow morning before the weekend people go. I went there last week just for some coffee, and it was like motherfucking Armageddon in that bitch. It's Can you stops. still get takeout food over there? Takeout? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's realistically, and I was reading an article. I think my mom sent it to me because I was telling her she needs to order food delivery because I, I have a food order that's going to be delivered in – beginning of april and that was the earliest date <laughs> that i could get was like two weeks out before they could even deliver put, put me on the list but i was reading that 
the takeout food like the virus doesn't survive actually in the food because it's hot you know as long as you're not ordering like salads and shit like that but um fuck i was gonna order some ice cream and salads and fruit salad and cold pasta salad liar so they say that you know you you the, the virus can live for ages on boxes and shit so you need to really be careful about like ordering pizza and touching the cardboard box you bring that shit into your house and just dump it on a plate or something and chuck that shit off but um yeah i mean it's it's i can still get delivery and i think for me because i live alone um it's a good option for right now because i don't have a shit ton of space in my fridge as you probably noticed when you came to this yeah. little last place that i'm moving from in about a month and a half to a big ass three bedroom hopefully um i don't I have a freezer in my place i've never not had a freezer in my life oh. So you I don't have any Omaha steaks. <laughs> yeah. So everything has to be, you know, canned goods and, um, you know, like I buy a lot of plant-based shit like corn. I don't even know if you guys have corn there, but it's like uh, protein powder. You know, I I don't you have protein shakes for days, dude. Fucking yeah, a tub I, of that just mix it with I, water. I got that, but I need food. <laughs> so, um, but the you know those 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 plant-based protein meats they last forever like i got stuff that's doesn't expire until the end of april so um which is fine because i like to eat it any damn way so as long as you can you have to find a way to you know store some shit or whatever but i think it's gonna be you know time to load up your weapons in about a month because things are gonna get sparse if they don't get better and i hear they're gonna get worse you know things i i can i i really hope not dude i really don't I really hope it doesn't go like LA riot style around here because with all the wackos in Hollywood. Oh yeah. You're um, right in the middle of some bullshit. Oh, you can't dude. be sending your woman to get groceries. I tell you that much right the fuck now. That's no, fucking... over with. No, you have uh, to go get that shit. I'll, I'll play cover fire while she goes in there and, uh, and gets all the toilet paper. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's to, for right now. I mean, you know, even the mayor's come out and said, you know, you all need to stop hoarding food. Just go get your normal groceries. But people are freaking out. So people are and people are fighting over fucking toilet paper at the store. It's kind of like uh, like Black uh, Black Friday, Friday. Yeah. you know, um, but, you know, that's the society we are in. It's a bunch of fucking idiots. And, uh, you know, just hopefully everybody just relaxes and cooler heads prevail. Stay home. Ain't gonna happen. So you know, read your conspiracy theories, and uh, you know, we uh, we'll all get through this together. That's right. Lord Jesus Christ. Keep listening um, to the Free Pizza and Vodka podcast, you fucking assholes. Don't forget to rate, yeah. review, and subscribe, and um, check out JonasGarvin.com next week. Hopefully, is that's when it's going to be up, or is it going to be? I'm hoping so. Yeah, right at right for hang up with you. I'm, I'm talking with the web designers, and they, I'm I'm actually hoping it it goes live within the next couple of days, but don't hold me to it. Don't hold them to it. Um, because check us. I might be robbing people for protein powder and toilet paper. Ouch. Well, you can live stream that as well. We'll tune into that. <laughs> um, check us out on Spotify. You guys, if you're not listening to us on, uh, what is this? Apple podcasts. Um, and that's what's up. And we'll catch you guys when we catch you. Yes. Later.